0: Jeez. recorded live good evening so hello good evening good evening good evening this is so Romani. I do apologize for the call in late I have a sick child on my hand so I am on the call and we will is um so Daniels on the call Yes, I am. All right, ma'am. Well, I'm getting ready to um, introduce you. And then after um, I introduce you, then I would ask you to pray. And then after prayer, you can begin with your um, lesson. Okay,
1: hold on. One second, I'm sorry. Discombobulated. All right, so our speaker that we have for
0: tonight is more Felicia Daniel. She resides in Indiana, Pennsylvania, and has been married to her wonderful husband for over four years. She has worked in town as part of the management team of Staples, the office super store. Felicia has earned an undergraduate degree in human resource management and a master's degree in adult and communication educa- community education. Both were earned at Indiana University of Pennsylvania. She enjoys being a member of Delta Psi Upsilon Christian Sorority Incorporated, where she is incorporated. When she is not Creating Jewelry for Whatsoever Lovely Designs, she ch- changes people's perception as a public speaker. And I bring you our speaker for tonight, Soror Daniels.
2: Thank you, Remaining, And I want to thank everyone that's joining in on the call tonight. Let's uh, open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for allowing us to come together Um, People of every tribe and every nation, Father We thank you for allowing us to assemble To go over your word, Father We just ask that uh, tonight That you would not only speak through me, Father But that you would speak to every listening ear on the call, Father I thank you for um, the willingness that they have To want to get deeper into your word, Lord God And I know that you are not going to leave them empty But that you would speak to them And that they would be able to go forth with this word. So we thank you for this time of fellowship, fellowship, Father, and this time of just um, getting closer to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our title for tonight is Love the Lord. I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 22. Verses 34 through 40 And if you have it available I would like for you to read with me If not I will be um, reading it In the NIV version Starting at verse 34 Hearing that Jesus Silenced the Sadducees The Pharisees got together One of them An expert in the law tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The key verse for tonight is going to be verse 37. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart
1: and with all your soul and with all your mind. So here we see that Jesus had just
2: exited a conversation with the Sadducees. And so the Pharisees are off to the side, and they gather together. And they say, hmm, this seems like a good opportunity. Let's see if we can try to stump Jesus Christ. Now, these Pharisees were not just hecklers. They were lawyers or scholars of the religious texts. They knew a little something about the law. So some people thought, hmm, he's going to choose sacrifice. That's going to be the greatest law. Others may have thought that he was going to choose something else. There's a couple different answers and different ways Christ could go. But we got to look closely at Christ's response because he is not stumped easily. He was able to give an answer that stumped all of the Pharisees. So this was Christ's answer to all of us, not just those who were there in that day and time. He wanted us to love the Lord. Now, what does that really mean, to love the Lord? How do we love something that we can't see, we can't touch? We can't even feel it like we feel the air. Well, the love that Christ was sharing was an agape type of love. Now, when I say an agape type of love, I'm not talking about an attraction type of love or charm or even a brotherly type of love. Agape is much more than that. It means to love someone undeservingly, despite any disappointment or rejection. That's a deep kind of love. And that's the love that we res- we experience from God. And it's the same love that he wants back. Now, this love is interesting. Because this love is consistent. It's required all the time. And so I think about the times where I may not feel like God's around or times where I feel like maybe our relationship isn't as close as it used to be. But that's when we got to remember that he wants an agape type of love. A love that is there all the time, because Christ is there for us all the time, even though we may not feel it or we may not see Him, but He has our 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 minds uh, on His heart all the time. Each and every one of us, as many people as there are on this earth, He cares and thinks about each and every one of us. That's some type of love there. So what does God want us to do with this love? Well, he wants this love to be not just one way. He wants it to go both ways, from love from him coming to us and then that love from us going to him. So this has no end. This just becomes a circle of love between Christ, the creator, and his creation. So, yes, we're supposed to love, but sometimes it becomes hard for us to love. We have our day-to-day actions that we have to carry out. We have responsibilities and Concerns on this earth But God wants us to make sure That we put him first No matter what No matter what's going on No matter what is priority In our minds, He wants that first place Jesus said in Matthew 6.24 No one can serve two masters You cannot love God First and love money first or love material things first or even love ourselves first, that would be pride. But what Christ wants is for him to be first in everything that we do. So with all this talk of love, I wonder why that was the greatest commandment. Why was that top of his list? Well, I think it should be the same reason that it should be the top priority on our list. We should want to please Christ. We would, we should want to reciprocate that love that he gives, with, gives to us and shares with us. We shouldn't want to just love him because of our salvation or um, because we have to. Even though a commandment sounds like a rule, this is something that God wants to come from our heart, not from our head. So out of the gratitude that we have for Christ, for what his son has done on the cross, that's where our love should be flowing out from. Just thinking about it. I mean, he sent his son down to die for us. And all he wants back is love. So Christ starts with the heart. He says that our heart is the source of our feelings and thoughts and our intentions. Our heart is where we bring out our passions. And it's also a place where we feel guilty when we did something wrong. There's a scripture that says where your heart is, is where your treasures are. So Christ says, I want you to love me with all of your heart, all of your passion, all of your feelings, with intentions, not just haphazard." Our heart can be the very vessel that leads us with our
1: actions. Then he moves on to the soul.
2: Christ wants to love him with all of our souls. So why is that different than our heart? Well, our soul is what our hungers come out of, our perception, and our thoughts. Our soul is how we talk and how we utilize our talents. So what are our talents? What are the things that God has blessed us with? And are we able to take that in return and give him glory with it? that would be showing him love. When we see someone that needs clothing or someone that needs fed and we're able to do that, that's showing God love. It's also how we react to challenges. Do we react to things in this world with our mind and say, hmm, I'm not sure how this is going to work out. Or do we react and say, I'm going to worry because this isn't starting to add up. Christ wants us to love him with all of our soul and trust him and go to him first when we're in times of adversity. So how we react should be an example of our love for Christ. And then Christ says, and love him with all of our might. So not just our heart and our soul, but with all of our might. Some translations say strength. And what we take from that is that we should love God with everything that we have available. Not just what's inside of us, not just what we have on the outside of us, but everything that's around us. We should reflect that love that Christ has demonstrated to us. So with all this talk of love, it may seem hard. How do I have this agape type of love? How do I keep my love for Christ Consistent. How do I display this in real life? Well, honestly, none of it happens without Christ. Christ is able to help us get through anything that we have going on in this world, He's able to show us love as an example. He's able to have the Holy Spirit remind us that we should show love. But he's also able to change our hearts and our minds. It says that we should be renewing our minds daily. So it may seem hard now to love, but each time, each day that you wake up, Christ's mercies are renewed. We are constantly being shown Christ's love for us. And so through that demonstration, our
1: love should be flowing back to him and pouring out. There's also another verse that mentions about
2: how Christ can change the inside of us and our thoughts and our hearts. And so when he begins to start changing us, that's when we find a change on the outside, a change that is able to stick around, not just flighty or... um, in-the-moment type of change. It's a permanent type of change. Christ is able to take what we would call our natural state and change it into a spiritual state. Now, this renewing may not all happen at once, but it can only happen if we make Christ our first priority. We must make him a priority in our prayer life and reading the Bible and getting to know him better. It's hard to know a friend or listen to the advice of a friend if you're not with them. If you don't know them So through reading his scriptures We're able to understand How he wants us to change And how he wants us to live our lives And through prayer We're able to hear how he wants us to go About loving him And loving his people I'm not sure where you're at today Maybe you think, well, I do love Christ with all of my heart and all of my soul and all of my might. But in case you're like me and you feel like, well, maybe I should love a little bit more, well, there's great news. You can turn your heart to him today. You can turn to Christ by praying to him and asking him to work on your heart and to help you learn how to love consistently.
1: When you pray about what God desires,
2: he will surely hear you and answer your prayers. He is the one that is able
1: to change us and renew us. So, saints, let me remind you
2: that when you are in the midst of the storm, when things get rough, or even when things seem like they're all okay, that we have to continue to love Christ just as he loved us. Now, I would like to leave some time for um, discussion. And I'm not sure if Soramini would like to open up the floor or if you had
0: any comments. Well, first of all, Daniels, I'd like to say thank you for that word um, on tonight. And it just made me think about when you were speaking how um, this is coming up. This Sunday will be Valentine's Day, and a lot of people will be showing love to their loved ones, In many different ways, with flowers and with candy. And um, I was, I was, as I was sitting here, I was thinking, I was thinking about a conversation that I had with my brother-in-law. And I asked him, "Oh, well, you know, who's your special, special person that you're going to give your flowers and your candy to um, for Valentine's Day?" And he was like, "Well, I don't have anyone, but if I did, I probably would have broken up with them." And then got back together with them after Valentine's Day, and I and I laughed and I chuckled about it. I said, "Oh, so they're not worth you staying around in order to express your love for them with giving them, you know, a gift in whatever kind of way." And as I was listening to you talk, I'm like, "Isn't it wonderful that there are no stipulations or guidelines?" That God puts on the love that He has for us. So we should not put any stipulations or guidelines on the love that we have for Him. Because the scripture, as you read, says that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And with those three things, He has covered everything. So Somebody can say, oh, I can love him with my heart, but I don't have to give him my thoughts. Um, And then you talked about the talents. I don't have to give him with these natural abilities that he has given us. So he made sure that there was no out for anyone. And then in Luke 6 and 45, it says, the good man brings good things. Out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man bring evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Um, Everything that we are, beginning with our innermost um, commitments and all of our thoughts, we should use that to um, love God, adore him, and serve him and that is what i wanted to um add is there anyone else with comments or questions that you would like to please uh, ask please feel free
1: to do so at this time No question, but I just want to um, thank Sora Daniels for the words that
2: she gave this evening on love and how we just love God from our heart, mind, and soul. It's like just giving him our, our whole self, and that's all He asked for us.
0: Amen. Anyone else, comments, or questions?
3: I have a quick question. Can you guys hear me? Yes, ma'am. Um, when you're seeking the Lord And you want to hear his voice distinctively How do you know exactly when it's him And not your thoughts Or when he's leading you to something Yes
1: Okay, this is um, um, You, Mania
0: I'll, I'll just give you from experience Usually when you hear The voice of the Lord Anything that he ever tells you or directs you in the path that he wants you to go is always going to line up with his word. He will never have you do anything or go in any direction where there is not a clear path that is going to go against anything in his word. Now, that's for me, my experience for for myself. Um, anyone else want to comment?
2: Hello, this is Nelson Serato III, um, Eagle Brother Nelson the III from Alpha and Omega Fraternity Incorporated. I just wanted to leave a quick comment about um, extending the... that love of God and how to build it. And God wants us to have more of an intimate relationship with him, and to use that time in worship and praise and prayer to have like a very open and transparent um relationship, whether it be, you know, our past hurts, our struggles, um, thanking him for what he has done, what he has given to us, what he has given to us to give to others. Um so just to be reminded of that and be
0: encouraged to always build an intimate relationship with God. Amen.
3: Amen.
1: Did did that help?
3: Yes, thank you very
0: much.
1: All right. Anyone else?
0: Question or comment?
3: Um, I just wanted to leave a comment. My name is Christian. I just want to say thank you for having the call. Um, it was very informative, and I really needed this, especially today. Um. When you were talking about uh, our soul and how it's also how we react to um, to challenges and situations, I find that I that I'm very impulsive. I guess like I react to situations in a very kind of like as soon as something happens, I react and I don't necessarily necessarily think um, on how to react in a love kind of way. It's more so. I just immediately get offended or I get hurt and I act out on that. And I want to ask how could I probably um, reel that in a little bit and just learn to take a breath, take a couple steps back and
1: think or understand the situation before I immediately react. So one thing that helps me a lot is um
2: is what I pour into me. Um, so that's typically the first thing that comes out. Um, what I try to do is um, memorize scripture. So if I find myself in a spot where, um, you know, maybe I get angry, then I try to think of verses that tell me to be slow to anger and slow to speak. Um, and quick to listen. So that's something that pops into my head. Um, It may not be right away, but the more that I go over those type of verses and the more that I memorize those, then the quicker they come up in those types of situations. So I would definitely um, encourage you to memorize scriptures that um, would help you with your triggers. Um, So when something happens, What's something that I can think about? Um, there's a scripture that says, "Whatsoever things are lovely, pure, and just, think on these things." Um, so, so quoting scriptures to myself helps, um, and then also um, listening to positive music, um, Christian music, that helps a lot too because I can memorize the lyrics a little bit easier. Um, so I'm not saying that there's one way to do it. Um, I know for some other people, they like to have a moment to themselves and they quiet down or they take a walk. Um, so maybe meditation might help for you as well. Um, but there's a couple of different things that you can definitely try so that way when you're in that moment,
0: you start reacting differently. Thank you very much. Amen. And I would I would like to piggyback on that as well. I too um would recommend that you have the scriptures, but I also would um take a time to go into prayer and to go into fasting and asking the Lord to show you those things that causes you to get upset and to um be impulsive. And in the moment, reaction. And he'll show you what those things are. And then again, as was already stated, get yourself a couple of scriptures. It doesn't have to be um, a whole lot of them. It could be three or four key scriptures that you use that you think of as soon as something comes, one of those scriptures come up before you, before you then react and respond as to what, the situation is that has occurred. Thank you. Can I Thank you. add
4: something? Yes.
0: Yeah. Can you guys like
5: hear me?
4: Yes.
5: This is Founder Watson. That is, that's a wonderful question that you asked first of all, but one of the things that I want to add to that is your walk as a Christian is a series of lessons. You know, God, the, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, it, it, they're just continuing to refine us in every in every single thing. I'm sorry if you hear my car. I just, I just got in my car. In every mm-hmm. single thing that we do, that is what the Christian journey is all about. And what you will find as you do that prayer and fasting, as you start reciting those scriptures, once, the Holy Spirit gives you the power to overcome that, there's going to be something else that comes up that you're going to have to learn the lesson about. But that lesson is going to keep coming up until you learn that lesson. So that's a part of the Christian's journey, and every Christian has it. From the baby Christian to the more experienced Christian, there's some lesson that you are learning. And so I want to encourage you, that you can get the victory over this, but only through the power of the Holy Spirit, not on your own. We don't have enough willpower to do anything. We're so so frail as humans. And so it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit that you become embalmed. You know, if you go over to the graveyard and start talking about people, nobody's jumping up to uh, do anything to fight you because they've been embalmed. And that, is the the dying to self that has to happen and the yeah. infilling of the Holy Spirit that has to happen so that when somebody hits your chief, you don't jump back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I just want to encourage you that you can get the victory over this through the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Founder Watson.
5: I
1: love you all. Wait, was there anyone else comments or questions?
0: If not, we would like to thank Sora Daniel for that wonderful, awesome word tonight about the love of Christ and that we are to love him with our mind, we're to love him with our soul, we're to love him with our hearts, with all of our might, and for all that Joined us on the call. Our guests, we appreciate you for joining in with us this evening. And we would also like for you to join us on our next monthly Bible study, which is happening on March the 10th. So please be on the lookout for the five. And everybody have a blessed evening. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Good
1: Amen. Good night. Good night. Have a good night. Good night. Let me, just see that. Let me get back that... Not
4: sure when you talk about me, say doing it, do it, say it,
1: Lord. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. (sighs) Oh <sighs> Thank you. The other okay. Thank you. Thank you and i Thank you. around me and the next thing I know it's morning. Um, A lot of people think that I'm the sort of guy who...
6: Left over for each other. But it has really been inspired us to want the same type of relationship that they've shared for
1: 35 years. We're Sometimes. Thank mm-hmm. you.
6: older and stronger now. I'm still well, working on I just got off the phone with Axel. We've got one final left, and then he's coming home. Every year until September. Forever. No, I can't go up
1: there and
6: in June, I stand through half my classes because there aren't enough against to the button to cut. This straight off buttons.
1: The big river became the site and symbol of a new
6: Oh, that's exciting. Everybody, you have just seen episode one of a six-part series, The African-American's Many Rivers to Cross. of the six-part series of African-Americans Many Women's across, I'd like to thank you for joining us, but we are here now asking you to support WICC-CBS. It brings such a monumental part of the history into your home. We ask that you support this type of program because viewers want you are what makes this happen. Become a sustaining member today by 888 993
1: I have tell you, the first time I saw, um, this is so incredible, because it has its own very hard to make sure that what you put together is oh. are doing it and if you want
6: <laughs> Again, that number is 888-993-9932. your library, and we want to send it to you. It's a 2 DVD- <laughs> watching, We need you to be a partner with us because we're a partner. great programming, and we give you the thank you that allows you to continue to enjoy the program way, As well as the municipality of Coastal.
1: been there. Oh. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. or Thank you. for you from the early 19th century, Richard Allen would have been like what President Barack Obama is about freedom, we're overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. economically unfeasible Thank you.
6: Um, then, tired. Um, then, okay.
1: I think English. There were yeah. some yeah. late. Thing about seeing each other again in heaven. They did have bonds. When those were being broken, they had to have some for the three black people who remained in the family struggling to build lives within a slave of in the same way that their wife did. were married to a same spouse what they might do own no labor force it. Oh. world. sense of A few examples that nobody else We're hoping that your viewers are saying that about this series.
6: All on want you
1: Great way to watch it over and over again with your family and friends.
6: Also, the book, this incredible book, three pages, wonderful details that takes you um, for 500 years of slavery in America. Public Health. Always to serve you. And if you like what you see, pick up the phone. 888 993 Tell us how much you love the series. of course that's supposed to stories about people created an unsung Europe who passes pay the shape of the world for black people. We are asking you to make a financial contribution
1: A book. So many, many ways for us. Please call the number of the screen. Eight eight
6: nine nine. the road. We would watch them
1: That they're way for the young man. The ended up here in the hailing town of New Bedford, Massachusetts. Central to the burgeoning abolition. out against slavery. cause the attention of white abolitionists,
6: desperately needed black voice. Summer of 1841, Southern came here to Nantucket, Massachusetts, to speak at an anti-slavery convention. In the audience.
1: audience audiences that a black person this is everything. New- that one. And was
6: and the sheriff was after him. And he proceeded to her to help. He Runs him into the house, and they go all the way up to the attic area. And she points to a very, very, very small
1: By all the runaways, Southerners took for harsh laws to staunch the nation, culminating in the notorious Easy Display Act of 1850, a watershed moment. northern cities, black people began to look for freedom in more distant places. Some had have been running away to Canada since falls on the last 10,000 Aboriginals.
6: a little bit thin. You A little bit Yeah. Sure you know the story but I never appreciated any of it. Never looked back or even thought
1: about it. Northern border of the slaveholding South. January 1856. A slave woman named Margaret Garner. But I... outside a rain taking place. They town there's alarm. Nineteen clear it's about what we've done. became okay. a